Have you ever considered starting an online-based business? Or perhaps you have a brick-and-mortar business that you really want to take online, but you're not really sure how to do it. Well, today I'm going to share with you a conversation I had with a good friend, colleague, and coach about the five things you need to consider before starting your online-based business. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Brand with Markeith Brayton. And I am so excited that you have joined me again this week for another brand new episode. This week, I am going to be sharing a conversation that I had with a friend and colleague by the name of Lishonda Fitzgerald. Lishonda has a business that she calls Ready for Spanish. She is someone whom I met during my teaching years as she was a Spanish teacher in the high schools at the time that I was a science teacher at an area high school here in Nashville. And she has turned her business that was a physical location tutoring service in the area of Spanish into a successful online-based business. And she's going to be giving us some tips on how to grow and start an online-based business. Basically, we will be discussing five tips on what you should be considering before starting an online-based business. But before we get into today's episode, I want to invite you to be on my email list. If you are not on my email list and have not been a part of the many different communications that we've had over the years, I want to make sure that you have a way to easily add yourself to the email list. I have a text service that you can text the keyword brand me, one word, B-R-A-N-D-M-E, two seven seven two two two. That's text the keyword brand me to seven seven two two two. I look forward to you being a part of the family and communicating with you each and every week. And so I hope that you take me up on the offer and adding yourself to my email list. Well, without any prolonged uh, further ado, what we're going to do is hop right into this interview. This interview was previously recorded as a live stream as I was interviewing Lishonda. And so I hope that you enjoy this episode and hope that you are able to gain and glean some great valuable information that will be helpful for you to move forward if you have decided to start some type of online-based business, whether it's selling products or offering your services. Those of you who have a brick-and-mortar business or a physical location, this information will be great for you because it will help you to have the right questions to be able to answer before you decide to take your brick-and-mortar or your physical location business into the online space. I hope you enjoy this episode and I look forward to sharing with you again next week as we have another brand new episode for Maximizing Your Brand with Markeith Brayton. Take care. Good evening, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is, wherever you are, welcome to another live with Markeith Brayton. And I'm excited to be sharing with you today because we are going to have a conversation all around 
what entrepreneurs should know before they start an online-based business. Been a conversation that I've had with a friend of mine who I've known for quite some time, who both of us have been growing our businesses, coaching businesses uh, for the past four to five years, and we have always held each other accountable. And today, I just want to have a conversation with her around this whole concept of online-based business and also to give you some tips on what you should consider before you start your own base, your own online-based business, or if you have started, some things to consider as you continue to grow your business. So my friend today is none other than Miss Lishanda Fitzgerald. She is the consummate entrepreneur, someone whom I've known for quite some time who has been growing online-based businesses. She is a fluent uh, Spanish teacher who has built a online program called Ready for Spanish. She is someone whom I have engaged with over the years and just enjoy having conversation with her. And so we're going to go ahead and invite her into the room and have this conversation around what entrepreneurs should know before starting their online-based business. What's up, Lily? <laughs> How are you? I'm excited to be on. I'm so glad that you decided to come on today. So before we get started, you know, I always like to introduce my guests and I'd like for them to share a little bit of information about themselves. So why don't you go ahead and share and let us know who you are and what you would like for us to take away. Um, so thank you for having me on again. For those of you guys who I haven't met or who I don't know, I am Lishonda Fitzgerald, creator and founder of Ready for Spanish, which is uh, the number one online Spanish program for children, along with OnlineSpanishTalent.com, which is an online Spanish program for busy adults. And I am also a mom, uh, a creator. I live out my passions. Um, I'm a business coach. So there, I'm an author, a best-selling author. And really, I I don't have like a business background, except I've had a business for 10 years, or a technological background. I just had a passion and ran with it. So I love sharing with other entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs that you don't have to have it all before you start. You just need to start. So I'm excited to be here to share some tips with you guys um, about my journey. Awesome. You don't have to have it all to be successful as an entrepreneur. But before we get further into our conversation, we are living this interview with Lishonda. And so those of you who are joining us via live stream, we ask that you let us know who you are, where you're tuning in from. Many of you will be listening to this via uh, the Maximize Your Brand podcast. And I thank you for joining as well. And so Lishonda, let's talk a little bit about what is considered an online-based business or what do you consider to be an online-based business? So I do think there is a slight variation between just conducting business online and being an online business. So when I first started out, I started out with a brick and mortar and I conducted some business online. So mm -hmm. I took payments online. 
Uh, you can register for my classes online. I started as a in-person service-based business. So I did conduct business online, but that did not mean that I was an online business. So in 2018, I took the leap and became a 100% online business. So all of my services, all of my products are offered online. So I'll say if a majority of your business is offered online, then you would be considered an online business. Okay. And a common misconception. So a lot of people think, well, only online businesses are for product-based businesses. So I sell t-shirts or I sell a product, but that's not true. Service-based businesses can very much so be an online business. That's good. That's good. And so you do have product-based businesses that are online and many of their or if not all of their sales are conducted via online and then you have businesses such as myself that are coaching uh, training online courses that typically do their education and training via online only and so i'm really glad that you made you know a distinction between uh, the two now, what if I have a brick and mortar business? Can I also be online as well? Absolutely. So for a while when I had my brick and mortar, I started off online. Well, mm. so it was a hybrid model. So I still had a physical location while I also had a online portion of my business. So that's honestly a great way to bridge into online. Mm -hmm. So I personally believe um, that most businesses should have an online option for their business because that allows you really unlimited potential. You can reach an unlimited audience um, and you can make just unlimited money. So if we were hosting an in-person workshop, we're limited to the time and the space. But online, we can host, you know, in some settings, infinite people in our workshop. Okay. So I'm all about having an online component to your business. But a lot of people say so. They say, well, hey, I'm a hairdresser. Like, I do hair. Or I'm a nail tech. And I have to work with my people one-on-one. -on -one. Like, how do I – you can't do somebody's hair – over the internet, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's true because you're a service-based business, but you can give hair care tips over the internet. You can give makeup tutorials that are signature for you. There is an opportunity for most service-based businesses to create an online portion for their business and generate an additional stream of revenue. Right. And so online, for those who are even service-based, it provides an opportunity for you to have extra streams of income. I was talking to a mentee today who is an esthetician, and she was talking about how she really wasn't into the whole product line aspect of the business. But I was sharing with her that as you begin to grow your business, as your clientele begins to grow, as your customer base begins to expand, it will be beneficial for you 
to, you know, have some type of product line, whether that be an affiliate where you get commissions from product lines that you really believe would be helpful to your clients or you created your own because what business doesn't want multiple streams of income? Right. And even just having an online component, what that's going to do is that's going to boost your physical business. Like that's going to boost your service. So you'll start to see uh, all of your time slots booked. Right. So you'll actually be able to increase the value of your in-person services. Mm-hmm. 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 That's really good. That's really good. And so let's go ahead and hop into some of these uh, tips that you have uh, for entrepreneurs who are considering to establish themselves as an online based business or even those who are currently brick and mortar who haven't who have yet to really uh, transition into taking aspects of their business online so what's tip number one that one should consider before starting an online based business uh tip number one is going to be to really map out a strategy right so my suggestion would be to start small start with one product or start with one online service and grow from there, okay? Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you are, you know, currently just doing the basics like I did when I started. Currently, you have a way to uh, take payments online, right? And that would generally start with your website. So you want to make sure that your website has the opportunity that you can to even have an online component. Good, good. And so strategy, when you say strategy for the business, give us a little bit more detail of what that means. Okay, so when you think about having an online business, that's so broad, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, and and just saying that can say, oh, I don't know how, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that looks like. So what I would do if I were in that place is I would actually reach out to somebody mm-hmm. <laughs> who has an online business and learn from them. So I would honestly invest in a coach or um, take some type of course that would teach you how to start an online component to your business. Because if not, you're going to be overwhelmed. You're not going to know what to do. You're going to be spinning wheels that don't need to be spin. When I started my online business, which was in 2012. So this is, you know, years ago, there weren't nearly as many resources as we have now. So now there are, there are coaches, there are, you know, courses, there's you, Marquise, and there's me. So reach out to somebody, schedule a time to speak with them to develop a strategy for your online business. Like, don't just do anything. Right. That's good. So start with strategy, you know, take the small steps in order to, you know, make sure that you you have an audience, make sure that you have um, the ability to really expand your business online. And the way you do that is you want to start with strategy. Uh, tip number two, tip number two for those who are considering starting an online based business. So tip number two, I would say, would be to look for a way to 
duplicate yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Or duplicate your method. So when mm-hmm. I started my my online business, I did it out of necessity because I was overworked, like as a service provider. I was a business of one and I couldn't find quality people to, to help me. So people are like, you know, build your team, help people. But when you're in that space where you're growing a business and you may not necessarily have the revenue to hire somebody, or even if you do, like you have to attract a quality person, um, it just wasn't working. Like people were coming. It was just, it just wasn't working out at the time. So I started my first online product as a way to duplicate myself. So mm-hmm. if you are overworked in your business, look for the ways that you are spending the most of your time. Like, are you spending uh, most of your time teaching about this one specific thing, right? So in your business, Marquise, you could spend a lot of time one-on-one talking to people about podcasts, right? So what you could do is you could create a workshop around podcasting. And mm-hmm. once that first workshop is created, that's going to free up your time because when you talk to people, you can send them to that product around podcasting and that frees up a lot of your time. So before you even create that product, you need to just sit down and think about what could I create that would be a better use of my time. So duplicating yourself, duplicating uh, the process, right? You know, as you are building the business online, one thing I know for sure is that you should be recording what those processes look like, what those systems look like, so that not only can you duplicate yourself, but you can also pass it on or pass it off to that assistant, pass it off to uh, someone who's working for you uh, to carry out necessary aspects of the business. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Tip number three. Tip number three. Tip number three that I would recommend if if you're currently an entrepreneur, you should already do this. But what I find when people move to the digital space, they usually get really uncomfortable with sales. Mm. So for whatever reason, once you're in this online space, you get really scared to sell and it doesn't work that way. Um, moving into the online space, you really need to be comfortable with sales. I recommend reading as much as you can about selling, uh, again, creating a sales strategy, and overall, just mindset with selling. So if you have any type of fears or um, limiting beliefs around selling, before I got into the online space, I would deal with that. Okay. And so when you when you talk about getting comfortable with sales, mm-hmm. sales so is important to people, every business, right? It's it's important to every business, but what I've seen with entrepreneurs, especially shifting from the physical space to the digital space, it brings up all of these things about sales. So what I find is people just aren't selling like they just aren't making offers Mm -hmm. (laughs) which means that you're you're not selling it's like you know there's there are all kind of fears that come up like i don't know so that's something that needs to be addressed before you spend all this time money and energy you know shifting to the online space right because if you're not selling 
You're not making any money. I mean, you're just, you're just online. So a lot of times people <laughs> think, <laughs> I mean, you're just online. Like, that's right. all. But a lot of times people think, like, just because you build something, people are going to buy it. And it doesn't work like that. Like, there, you still have to sell. Right. You still have to sell. Uh-huh. So tip number one was that you want to start with a strategy. What will be your strategy in building and growing the online-based business? Tip number two was to create ways to duplicate yourself, duplicate the systems, duplicate the processes of your business. Tip number three, become comfortable with sales. Because if you're not selling anything, then you're not making any money. I remember a coach of mine, she was just talking about you should be selling something every day every day you should have something available for people to purchase you're doing a disservice to your business and i'm talking to myself as well you're doing a disservice to your business if you're not selling something right and and people a lot of people i know have awesome products like awesome services and they're just scared to tell people about them right Mm -hmm. so it's really just a fear and you just you have to get comfortable with sales. All right. Tip number four. Tip number four that I should consider before starting that online-based business. All right. Tip number four before starting your online-based business. If you have current customers, you want to let them know about your plans of starting the online mm, business. That's good. So what... Even, even if you just have the thought, like I'm thinking about transitioning to online, you want to let your customers know, your current customers, your current community, so that you can prepare them for what's coming. I actually notified my clients two years before I transitioned completely to online. So they knew for two years that it was coming. I got the buzz out for two whole years before I transitioned to online. So that way, when I was online, people were excited. People knew what to expect. People were on board. It was it was literally, if I hadn't done that, I'm just going to be honest, I probably wouldn't be on. I probably <laughs> wouldn't be online. Right. Yeah. How do you notify? Just, How do you notify your customers? You know, what do I need to have in place in order to to notify my cu- customers and clients that hey, I'm considering transitioning and moving the, my business online? Um. So initially, when I had my brick and mortar, I had personal relationships with all of my clients. Of course, as I grew bigger. Um, my personal one-on-one relationship with clients isn't the same. So you want to make sure that you have contact information for your clients. So I have an email list, which even if you not are not online, I would suggest any entrepreneur to begin building so that you can reach out to your clients by email. Some people reach out to their clients by text. Um, you can share on your social media um, but yeah, you just want to let people know, just give them a heads up. Hey, just be on the lookout spring 20, 2020, or whenever you anticipate being online, we're launching our online thing. So you, you do want to prepare in my case, it was, it was, um, 
really important because I was no longer offering in-person services. Okay, so my notifications served a two-way purpose. Mm -hmm. And it was important for me to stop doing in-person one-on-one services because I knew that my audience wanted me and they would not move to online if they still had access to me. Okay. So I have to pull myself out of the way just like if I'm no longer an option and online is the option, then you have to go online. That's good. So you have to pull away the option of having access to you to uh-huh. get them to shift or to transition into online. Now talk a little bit about, cause you've mentioned it a couple of times. What was the transition that you were transitioning from? So I had a language school in Nashville, Tennessee, where I taught Spanish to children and I transitioned to an online Spanish language program for children. So of course, Parents want me to come to their house and teach Spanish to their children, or they want to take a class with me. However, I can only serve, you know, 12, 13, maybe 20, if we push it, 25 children at a time. Whereas in my online class, I can serve 500, 800, 1,000 children at a time. So, like I said, the limits versus the unlimited opportunities with being online, they just, they just don't compare. Mm -hmm. So, but the the families that I did have would not have been willing to transition online and, and all of them didn't. So you have to know that it's okay. Everybody's not going to go online with you. Like everybody's not going to move, but you do have um, an opportunity to serve so many more clients and customers good 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 and then tip number five tip number five on what should i consider before starting an online-based business all right so tip number five is gonna be um don't worry about the not knowing how so don't let that stop Mm. you from starting your online business okay so again, like like we said before, start small, start with one product, start with one online service and grow from there. Okay, definitely invest in a coach. There are too many resources to let, um, I don't know how to do it, keep you from doing it. So definitely reach out to a coach, reach out to Marquise, reach out to me. And we can go through each of these sessions. I know if you book a a discovery call with me, we can say, hey, what is your idea? What is your strategy? So just really think about investing in a coach or using resources, whatever you can do, YouTube, Google, eBooks, but a coach, of course. Um, So don't let not knowing how to start your business online, keep you from starting a business online. Yeah, so many people let that how get in the way. So many people let that, I'm not tech savvy enough, get in the way. But I can recall Les Brown saying that if you can have a strong enough why, you can endure any how. And so no matter what it is that you feel like you don't know or you don't know how it's going to happen, if you just have a strong enough why, with great intention, you can endure and figure out any, anyhow. 
And so right. just and to the recap. Okay. Yeah. Just to recap, uh, tip number one was that you definitely want to start out with a strategy. Tip number two, create ways to duplicate yourself, your systems, and your processes. Tip number three, become comfortable with sales. Tip number four, notify your clients of your pending transition to online. And tip number five, don't worry about the how. Just as we take a few more minutes uh, to talk about this, let's talk a little bit about mindset and online-based business. You know, mm-hmm. it can be, you know, business in general has ups and downs. Online-based business, I feel like as I have grown and, and continue to build the business, can sometimes be depressing for lack of a better words, you know, just because you know how much you put into uh, creating the programs or marketing yourself. And sometimes you, the results don't add up to what it is that you put in. And so you have to have a strong mind. You have to have a strong will to keep going in spite of, we were having that conversation today that Mm -hmm. you just have to keep going until you win. So, and and online can really be a trigger for a, a lot of fears because the audience is bigger. Um, mm. you, you really have to be fearless and you have to be resilient, okay? Because just because you're successful doesn't mean that you don't have setbacks. That doesn't mean that you don't have fears. And now you're doing it on the internet in front of everybody. So I'll tell you, um, just last week, there was an issue um, with my website, right? Mm. So if you have people that are, you know, paying, it was only down for, I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. But that's people that are calling you. And people judge harshly on the internet. People, Mm -hmm. People judge you harshly. So you can't be scared to play full out. You can't be scared to make mistakes. Even your biggest companies are making some of the same mistakes. So just don't think that you're alone. Um, if you um, feel like your business is not perfect, like nobody's business is perfect. That's I've coached good. a lot of businesses that look really good and no business is perfect. So just don't even start off comparing yourself. Just know that you can start where you are and make improvements to your online business. That that whole website situation, I know my website was down at, at least four or five days. And I kept calling, kept calling. They kept saying they fixed it. And I kept telling them, I'm like, look, I'm losing potential money every day that the website is down. But these are parts of online-based business that you have to you know, deal with. And I worked through it. I did my lives. Uh-huh. I did my emails, text messages, so on and so forth, just to stay top of mind for individuals and also to let them know communication is key in every business. Communication Uh is key. So just keep pressing your way. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. It will get better. It will get better. It will. And the, the one thing to remember about an online business is it's still a business. Like it's still a business and your strategy should be one so that your business is viable so that it um, 
you know, is profitable and long-term. So you still want to develop relationships with your customers online. It doesn't change any of the aspects of your business being a business. Sometimes it feels different just because the audience and you feel like there are eyes on you, but it's still a business. It's okay. You learn and you grow. Awesome. 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 Well, any last words you'd like to share before we end this uh, interview and live? Well, I just want to congratulate you on your online business and reach out um, to the audience. If they have any questions, feel free to reach out to me or uh, you can reach out to me on my website, LeeShondaFitzgerald.com. And let me know what your plans are for starting an online business. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Also, if you are interested in being a part of my email list, I'd love for you to be a part of the family. All you have to do is text the keyword brand me, all one word, brand me to 77222. That's brand me to 77222. And that will send you a link where you can add yourself to uh, the email list. Also, I would love for you to be a part of the podcast family. All you have to do is go to your favorite platform, podcast platform on your phone, on your tablet, and search for Maximize Your Brand. Maximize Your Brand with Marquise Brayton and subscribe to the podcast. All of these episodes, whether I'm doing them live uh, via uh, social media or through the podcast will all be uploaded as an episode in the podcast. I want to thank uh, Lishanda for joining me today. Lishanda, before we leave, let people know how they can find you on social media. Uh, on social media, you can find me at facebook.com slash Lishonda Fitzgerald. I'm on Instagram. It's a little more personal there. Lily Happily Ever After. And the easiest way is to just go to my website, LeeShondaFitzgerald.com slash work with me. Awesome. 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 Well, thank everyone for joining today for this conversation. I just thought it would be a great opportunity for us to do this conversation live. Those of you who are listening to this via the podcast, let us know your comments let us know uh, your questions as well right there on your favorite podcast app, whether that be iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify. Just let us know what questions you do have. And just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care. Thank you for having me.